direct from outer space. It's Mary Farfisa's Outer Space Radio Theater. What song does a star sing when it's all by itself? What sound does a comet make when it's flying around? Did you know that the sun enjoys playing the drums? And did you know that the moon has a favorite tune? Well, you might think that outer space is a quiet place, but there's a melody. All that astronomy well, I roam through galaxies Looking for sounds that interest me There's too many to mention If I just pay attention Songs and sounds, music and noise Be as much fun as a box full of toys Songs and sounds, music and noise I'll catch them all with my lasso And bring them to you I'm Mary Farfisa So, Brisco, you brought us to the planet Upzopula. You rented a robo-boat to take us on the ocean. And you've been very excited about something ever since we got here. Are you finally ready to tell me what we're doing on this planet? Well, all right. I wanted it to be a surprise. Mary? You and I are about to make a discovery of great musical importance. We are? Really? What is it, Briscoe? What did we come to Upzopula to find? We are here to recover the lost guitar of nearsighted John Jumbo, the blues giant. What? Nearsighted who? Nearsighted John Jumbo, Mary. Nearsighted John was the greatest blues guitar player of all time. Surely you must have heard of him. Nope. He played blues music? Yes, and he really was a giant. He was twice as tall as Fall Tall. Wow! Nearsighted John's records for the Laughing Lemon label are legendary. The finest examples of mountain giant blues guitar ever made. How long ago did he make those records, Briscoe? Well, long before you and I were born, but I can't believe you've never heard of him. I know you're only eight, but there is such a thing as history, Mary, and Galacti Google. I know, but I never heard of him. Nearsighted John Jumbo came from the planet Georgia Balama, but he came to Upsopula to build the flying cities. Then, at the end of his life, he was on a boat in the very same waters we are traveling on right now. Sadly, a storm came up and his boat sank, and nearsighted John perished beneath the ocean. Oh, that 
is sad. It was a tragedy. But Mary, nearsighted John, had his famous guitar with him when the boat went down. A guitar he called Daphne. Daphne was the guitar he made all those famous blues records with. And get this. I have located the general area where Daphne is right now, beneath the waves. All we have to do is fly over this part of the ocean with you listening for Daphne with your audio lasso. You should be able to pick up some of the sound waves still hovering around her. Then, down we'll go and retrieve nearsighted John Jumbo's guitar. It's a giant guitar, so naturally it's very big. And that's why I've rented this robo-boat with a crane on it. We'll hook the guitar, haul it up to the surface, and call the chief listener to send someone to come get it. It will be the prize of the listener's library. If you say so, Briscoe. Hmm. Maybe you'll be more interested in this project if I tell you more about Nearsighted John. Okay. Now then, Nearsighted John Jumbo was born in a... Hi, kids. You know, Briscoe's a nice space horse, and he does know a lot about music. But no one knows more about nearsighted John Jumbo, the blues giant, than me. Because I'm nearsighted John Jumbo. So I thought maybe I'd tell you kids my story. Myself. It's Daphne's story, too. Like Briscoe said, Daphne was my guitar. Any story about nearsighted John Jumbo is going to be a story about Daphne, too. I sure loved that guitar. I loved the sound of a guitar even before I met Daphne. Heck, I loved the sound of a guitar even before I could talk. (laughs) Look how he listens when you play your guitar. I think he likes it. Maybe he'll be a musician like you. I ain't no musician. I just strum away on this guitar to pass the time when I'm sick in bed. Your brother, (coughs) Now, he's a musician. Up in the rock mines, he gets every one of those giants riled up, dancing and singing. You feeling any better today? Oh, I can't say that I do. I sure hope I get better before it's time to go up and work in the mountains again. You just keep taking the medicine. You'll be fine. Keep playing, Joe. (laughs) Well, look at that. Look how he stares at the guitar and how he smiles when I strum it. He does like music. Maybe when he's older, you can teach him to play. Now you see this here, John? This is a G chord. Chords is when you press down the strings up here in a certain way and you strum with your other hand down here. Here, you try it. Try to make that G chord now. That's it. Now now try the E chord I showed you. Put that finger there. This other finger here. Uh, That's pretty good. Go ahead. You gotta hold the string right down to the fretboard or it's gonna buzz like that. The strings are digging into my fingers. Sure does hurt. You gotta grow calluses, John. Your fingertips will get real tough after a while and it won't hurt the way it does now. Just takes time. You okay, Dad? I'll be fine, John. I just gotta rest for a while. You take that guitar and practice on your own now.
Now my dad was pretty sick, and he'd been sick a long time. My dad wouldn't be with us for much longer after that. After he was gone, there was no one to show me chords on the guitar, and I sort of lost interest in it for a while. Wasn't much of a guitar anyway. You couldn't keep it in tune, and the strings kept breaking. After a while, it was down to just one string, and I forgot all about it. Time passed, and I was getting older, and bigger. Even before I was a teenager, I was twice as big as any of the non-giant folks living in the valley. I was pretty strong, too. So the season after Dad passed, Mom took me up to the mountains to work with her. I was full of energy back then, and going up to the mines was a big adventure. Now was that hard work. We giants made tunnels into the mountain and chipped the rock off the walls with pickaxes. Then we loaded the big rocks onto carts and rolled them out of the tunnels to where we could break them down into smaller pieces. Planets from all over our solar system used the rocks from our mountains because they contained a certain type of energy that rocket ships ran on. The mountains were always covered in snow and the tunnels were always covered with ice. At the end of the day, we were tired, but we still had some energy left for fun and horsing around after we ate. What's going on over there, Mom? They're arm wrestling, son. Every season they all try to beat Big Millie. No one ever has. She's the strongest miner we've ever seen. Big Millie was big, even for a giant. Her arms were wide as trees, and the miner said she didn't even need her sledgehammer to smash the rocks. She could break them in her hands. I don't know about that, but she sure is strong. Best keep away from Big Millie, son. She's mean as a snake. Hey, Mom, listen to that. That's some pretty fancy guitar picking, ain't it? Sure is. I never knew anyone could play a guitar like that. <laughs> you always did warm up to the sound of a guitar. Come on, down to the fire with me. I want you to meet someone. John, this here's your Uncle Waz. He's my brother. And he's the best guitar picker in these parts. Now hold on, you know I'm the best guitar picker in the whole solar system. I believe you are. Well, aren't you a fine young giant with good taste in music? This here's your nephew, John. This boy has always taken a shine to music, Waz. When he was a baby, his daddy used to play the guitar to put him to sleep at night. Is that right? Tell you what, John. If you want, I'll teach you some guitar while we're up here. I'd like that. I'd like that a lot. And that's just what happened. All that winter, I worked in the rock mines, and all day, I was looking forward to learning the guitar from Uncle Waz. How's that, Uncle Waz? That's fine, John. Really fine. You got the makings of a real guitar player. Thanks.
mine's about to close down for the season. We're all going home. You're gonna need a real guitar to practice on if you wanna get better. You can have this guitar. Really? Sure, but you gotta take care of it. Be sweet to this guitar and pay attention to it. And another thing, you should give this guitar a name. A name? Yeah, a name, a nice name, to let it know how special it is. Sure, Uncle Waz. I didn't tell Uncle Waz just then, but I already had a name for that guitar. I was gonna call her Daphne. J.J. That stands for John Jumbo. That's my name, Daphne. I was sitting in a big grassy field in the valley where all us giants lived. I had my penknife out, and I was carving my initials very carefully on the back of Daphne so everyone would know that she was my guitar. Now that don't hurt, does it, Daphne? I know you got a soft, pretty voice, but you are made of wood and steel after all. So if it starts to hurt, you just remember that. And look at that, all done. Me and Daphne had become inseparable. When I was in the valley, I spent most of my time playing that guitar. I was getting really good, but I wasn't playing just to get good. I was playing because playing guitar was the best feeling in the world. I could put whatever I was feeling into that guitar. I could take all the sounds in the valley too and put them into that guitar. The sound of birds in the trees. The sound of the wolves howling at night. Or the sounds of the giants loading the rocks from the mines onto the train out of town. The other thing that was going on back then had to do with my eyesight. I was finding it harder and harder to see things, unless I was right on top of them. It got so bad, I had to go to an eye doctor outside the valley, and they gave me the big dark glasses I wore from that day on. Those glasses got me the name I was to be known by all my life, Nearsighted John Jumbo. I was just about a full-grown giant by then. I had the big bushy hair and long bushy beard, and I had my big dark glasses. Those glasses let me see without getting right on top of things. I figured as long as I had those glasses and Daphne, I wasn't doing bad at all. Life was good, but then hard times came to the valley. The valley got cold, real cold, it was a winter like none that anyone could remember, colder than it had ever been, and no one could go to the mountains to mine rocks. Giants froze trying. Most of us had no way to make a living without mining. We were all struggling to get by.
In hard times, you have to make sacrifices. I had to take care of mom and me during those hard times. So eventually, I had to make a sacrifice. I had to pawn Daphne just so me and my mom could eat. A pawn shop is where you go when you need money. You bring them something, and they give you money for it, and they hold on to it for a while. If you pay back the loan, you get your something back. But if you don't come back, after a while, they can sell it to someone else. I promised Daphne I'd be back for her, but I knew in my heart I might never play her again. I looked at Daphne through that pawn shop window a long time before I finally walked away. What's that sound, Briscoe? It's the robo-boat's robo-navigator. That buzzer means we should be over Daphne the Qatar's general location. Nearsighted John must have gotten Daphne back if she was with him when his boat sank. Of course he got her back. She was with him to the very end. So he went back to the pawn shop and bought her back? No, Mary. It was a much more interesting story than that. Two whole years passed before the cold spell lifted and the rock mines opened up again. During that time, I had tried to put music and Daphne out of my mind because I never did get the money to buy her back. As soon as the mines opened, I headed up to the mountains, ready to work. But I was sure in for a surprise when I got there because there was Daphne strapped around the back of Big Millie. Daphne! I was so glad to see her. I told the other miners that I was going to see if Big Millie would sell Daphne back to me. They all told me to be careful. She had won the guitar arm wrestling, and anything she won was like a trophy to her. She could get very angry if you tried to take anything that she'd won away from her. I was scared to ask her, but I really wanted my guitar back. Uh, hey, hey Big Millie? Mm. Uh, I see you got my old guitar there. Um, congratulations on winning her. Uh, she's a great guitar. But, but I was wondering, you see, I'd kind of like to buy her back from you. I sure miss playing that guitar. No, this here guitar is mine. But I got a little cash here and... I ain't selling it. But... You want this guitar back? Yes, I do. We can arm wrestle for it. What? No, Big Millie, I can't beat you. No one can. Mm, too bad for you, then. I knew it was hopeless, but I had to try, and Big Millie sat down at the table and all the other giants gathered around. I had gotten strong from all my work in the tunnels. But no one in that crowd thought I had a chance against Big Millie. We locked our hands together and suddenly the match had begun. Big Millie was strong. Trying to push her arm back and pin it to the wooden table was like trying to press a tree backwards till it lay flat on the ground. I pushed with all my might, but that big arm of hers was not budging. Then I started to feel the strength in my arm leaking away. Big Millie was gonna beat me. My arm bent back, lower and lower, 
till the back of my hand was almost touching the table. She was gonna win. I was never gonna get Daphne back. I'd never play her again. That's what I was thinking about, just as I was about to lose the arm wrestling match, and that's when I started to get mad. I felt all the strength rushing back into my arm. I started pushing back hard, and my arm started to straighten up again. I pushed even harder, thinking about how much I wanted that guitar of mine back. And then, it was Big Millie's arm that was bending backwards. The miners couldn't believe it. No one had lasted this long with Big Millie before. Well, I guess I really wanted me and Daphne to be together again, because with one last push, I pinned Big Millie's arm to the table. And that's the story of how I got Daphne back after giving her away so long ago. I promised myself that night, playing Daphne under that big, cold mountain moon, that I'd never let her get away from me again, and that I'd always take good care of her. So after that, Nearsighted John became a famous guitar player on Georgia Bellama, right? Wrong. Nearsighted John didn't become famous till he got to the planet we're on right now, Upsopula. Time passed. I was full of energy and longing for excitement. I had stars in my eyes. I wanted to see other planets, especially the big cities. And I wanted to play music wherever I went. Shoot, what I really wanted was to be a big music star. Me and Daphne, that is. There was a planet not too far from my own called Upzopula. It was a planet that was all water, not a lick of dry land. But there were folks there, and they were building cities, big cities, like the kind I was dreaming of. And get this, they were cities held up by huge balloons, so the cities could fly in the air above all that water. They had built a lot of them, and they were busy building more. Cities with names like Manhattacago and San Fran Luis. Giants come to Abzopula. Free rocket transportation from Georgia Bahama will be provided. There's plenty of well-paying work here building our cities of the air. Call now for details. They needed big, strong workers to rig those balloons and build those tall buildings and operate the heavy inflation engines that kept everything in the air. It was the perfect place for me to go. In the daytime, I'd build the flying cities, and at nighttime, I'd become a star. John? John Jumbo? Is that you? Uncle Waz, I haven't seen you in ages. What are you doing in Manhattacago? Same as you and all the other giants from Georgia Balama, building the flying cities. Oh, that's not all I'm doing here. I'm a musician now. I'm gonna be a big music star. Well, ain't that great. You still play the guitar, Uncle Waz? Not so much. I was hot stuff back in the mining camps on Georgia Balama, but there's a lot of good guitarists up here on Opzopula. I don't stand out so much here. Hey, is that the guitar I gave you back at the mining camp? It sure is. This is Daphne. So you did give her a name? Just like you told me. And Uncle Waz, I'm playing Daphne tonight, right here in this club. 
There's a talent scout from Laughing Lemon Records here. She's the one that discovered Hardhead Raleigh Baxter. And she's looking for a new guitar picker. Now that Hardhead's music is going out of style. That's the thing about these Upzopulons. Upzopulons are a very fickle people. They're crazy about something one minute, then they're tired of it the next. Folks don't stay stars here for long. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to our stage from Georgia Balama, nearsighted John Jumbo the Giant. That's me, Uncle Waz. It sure is, son, but you should call yourself the Blues Giant. It's catchier. Now go on, show those little up Zopulon folks what you got. Thank you all for coming out. I'm nearsighted John Jumbo. Blues Giant. I'm gonna play a little bit of uh, Georgia Balama style blues for you. famous while he was alive, Briscoe? Very famous, but only for a while. He was playing in a nightclub when he was discovered by a talent scout from Laughing Lemon Records, Mary. Then his music career took off. He cut over 70 fantastic records of Georgia Balama blues for Laughing Lemon. One, two, three, four... I was a big star all of a sudden. Everyone on Upzopula wanted to hear me play, and my records were selling like hotcakes. But unfortunately, what Uncle Waz told me in that nightclub turned out to be true. People don't want to hear guitar players anymore. There's this new instrument from the planet Bazorbabil. It's called the Bazorbabillion Bassoon. Bazorbabillion bassoon? That's right. It's a big thing now. Anyone playing a Bazorbabillion bassoon, their records are just flying off the shelves. But the guitar is... The guitar is yesterday's instrument, nearsighted John. You ever play a Bazorbabillion bassoon? No, no. I'm a guitar player. You should take some Bazorbabillion bassoon lessons, the way Hothead Rollo's doing. Then come back, and maybe we can cut some more records. But... See you later, nearsighted Bob. Nearsighted John. Sure, sure, whatever you say. See ya. You want to get popular on the planet of Zopula. Don't expect it to last. It'll fade away fast. You'll soon be popular on the planet well, that was the end of me being a big star in Manhattan, Chicago. I ran out of cash real fast, and in a big city, that's the worst thing you can do. The floating cities were pretty much built by that point. There were out-of-work giants all over, and those that could leave the planet had already left. Uncle Waz was already gone. I was alone and just about as broke as I could be, and I was hungry. Some people would have taken Daphne down to the pawn shop, but there was no way I was ever gonna do that to her. 
or to me again. What happened to Nearsighted John then, Briscoe? He had to leave the flying cities. He ended up on the water, playing gigs in the floating cities. But living down here on the water is very dangerous. Boats sink here all the time because of the fierce and unpredictable ocean storms of Obzapula. One moment it's clear and sunny like it is now, and the next moment you're in a raging sea. What? I don't want an Obzopulan storm to sink us. Oh, don't worry. It's the calm season, Mary. And if a storm does come up and our boat starts to sink, I'll just fly us back up to outer space. Oh, okay. Nearsighted John, of course, didn't have that option. He was traveling between floating cities in a rented boat, and his luck ran out. He was caught in a sudden terrible storm and his boat went down. That was the end of him. He was never heard from again. Poor nearsighted John. Sorry, Daphne. Looks like this is it for us. At least we're facing the end together. And that's how Daphne got to the bottom of this ocean. And she's been here ever since. We can't do anything for poor nearsighted John. But you and I can go rescue Daphne, his beloved guitar. What do we need to do? Hop on my back. I'll fly us over the water, and you can listen for her with your audio lasso. Right. Do you hear anything, Mary? I hear... something. Fly us lower over the water, Briscoe. How's that? Yes, I do hear something. And it's the sound of a guitar. It's a G chord. It must be the last chord Nearsighted John ever played. Amazing. What are we waiting for? Let's go get her. Here we are at the bottom of the sea. Lucky for us, conditions here are very similar to those we encounter in outer space. Right. I'm okay because of my helmet. And you're okay... Because I'm a space horse. Frisco, what's this big machine you've got strapped to your back? It's a portable air blaster. Daphne is probably covered in the sands of the ocean floor. We'll use the air blaster to blow the sand off her so we can bring her up to the surface. Are you still hearing Daphne in your lasso? Yep, it's harder to twirl down here in the water, but the sound of the guitar is getting louder and louder. Mary, look over there! Oh my gosh! It's the top part of the guitar, sticking out of the sand! And look how big the guitar is! It's huge! That is definitely the guitar of nearsighted John Jumbo. It's Daphne. There, that's the last of the sand that was covering up nearsighted John's guitar. It really was down here, just like you said. And if there was any further doubt, just look at those initials carved into the back of the guitar. J.J. John Jumbo. 
It's amazing, but we have to be quick. Let's go back up to the boat and lower the hook. We need to attach it to Daphne before the current carries her away again or buries her back under the sand. Boy, oh boy, that is one big guitar, Briscoe. It makes our rowboat look tiny. It sure does, but it's bobbing along just fine behind us now that we've got it hooked. The chief listener is going to be so pleased when we tell him what we've got. Oh, you bet he will be. He's a big nearsighted John fan. Mary? Mary, what are you looking at out in the water? Look! I don't believe it. Coming up out of the water, it's a, it's a giant hand. And now coming up from the waves, it's a giant head. Presto, could that be? It is. It's the face of nearsighted John Jumbo himself. What are you doing with my guitar? Nothing. Uh, we uh, we were just rescuing it from the bottom of the ocean, nearsighted John. We didn't know you were still, uh, still alive. Exactly. Briscoe, do you think nearsighted John is mad at us for trying to take Daphne? I don't know, Mary. Mad at you? Heck, if you two weren't so tiny, I'd give you a great big hug. I've been looking for Daphne ever since that night our boat sank. So, you didn't perish in that storm after all. A lot of folks don't realize us giants from Georgia Balama can breathe underwater. Big as I am, I got swept away by that ocean storm till I was on the other side of the planet. But I survived. The worst of it was Daphne got away from me in all that commotion. And even though I've looked for her in these shifting sands every day since, I've never been able to find her. You've lived under the ocean all this time? Sure have. I like it here. There's a whole nother world on this planet under the waves. But Galactic Google says the oceans here are mainly populated by dolphins. I don't know what Galactic Google is, but I bet he didn't tell you how smart those dolphins are or how much they like music. No. You make music with the dolphins, nearsighted John? That's right, and we've been having a good old time. The dolphins down here are all musicians. They make instruments out of scraps from all those boats that sink. But I hope you won't say anything about that to the folks in the floating cities or the flying ones. The dolphins just like to be left alone down here, and so do I. City folks always make things so complicated, you know? We won't say anything. Good. Anyway, those dolphins all got together, and they built me a new guitar. There's a concert every night down here, but the new guitar is just not the same as playing Daphne. It's nice, but it's just not special the way she was. Nearsighted John, you were forgotten on Upsopula for a long time, but once those records of yours made their way onto other planets, you were rediscovered and recognized for the musical genius that you are. Do you think you'd like to come back up to the surface? You could make some more records, tour the galaxies. I'm gonna have to say no. I'm done with the music business. I like it down here. See up in the flying cities, folks are fickle. Music is a fashion. But down here with my dolphin friends, music is a passion. We're glad we could reunite you and Daphne. I sure am glad you could too. Can't tell you how much. Say, you two seem to be music lovers. We are. 
and I know you got no problem with going underwater. How'd you like to come down and hear some dolphin blues? I can't wait to play some tunes on Daphne. Oh, we'd love to come down and listen. All right, then. Unhook Daphne from that contraption of yours and follow me on down. Well, Briscoe, we won't be giving Nearsighted John's guitar to the listener's library, but I'll bet you never thought you'd get to hear him play Daphne live. One, two, three, four. All right, you've been listening to The Giant's Guitar, today's episode of Mary Farfisa's Outer Space Radio Theater, written and produced by Jim Sheff. Our play starred Kara Albach as Mary Farfisa, Terry Allen as nearsighted John Jumbo, Jim Chef as Briscoe the Space Horse and John Jumbo's dad, Sue DeVivo as the announcer and the MC, Bonnie Dumdai as John Jumbo's mom, Miranda Marie as Big Millie and the record company rep, Bernie Pospichel as Uncle Waz, and Jaden Robin as young John Jumbo. Guitar music was written and performed especially for this episode by Terry Allen. Mary Farfisa and today's Mary Farfisa's Outer Space Radio Theater Adventure are copyright 2017 by Jim Chef, all rights reserved. <laughs>